Last time on 10. I will have to say, the father of my young child, who is now 21 years old, when I look back in retrospect, I should have ran for the hills, but I was 21 years old, had two kids, and thought I was, was so grateful that to this man, so, you know, helped me out with my two children. I tolerated a lot of dumb shit. But I wasn't the same either. He cheated on me. I cheated on him. It was just a mess. And I cut off the relationship in January. You know, our friendship, because we haven't dealt in 20 years. But I try to maintain a friendship for the sake of our daughter. Mm-hmm. And this nigga go inbox me, this motherfucker, some one of these pick-me chicks, talking about the fat thing, the high-value man is looking for a woman. At 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm not you that this nigga married. Why are you inboxing oh me? This at 6 o'clock in the morning. Welcome back, welcome back to Podcast 10, presented by Melling Media, hosted by yours truly, Tina. We are picking up where we left off last week with Toxic Relationships, featuring Shan, Kathy M. Henry, and Tanzania Glover. If everybody just stopped, mm-hmm. we could change things. No fighting, no guns, no war, but we just keep running in circles, so it, it's going to keep going. Yes. We keep letting these fucking geeks <laughs> run us. It's crazy. I talked about it a little bit on the uh, Stop Asian Hate um, episode. But yeah, we just let these fucking geeks just keep us on this hamster wheel, just running, running, running for us. And like we could just fucking stop and end this shit today, but we don't. Shan. You know, I, you know my answer we absolutely are um in a toxic relationship and as with you know like what tan said it is an abusive relationship you know we have no sense of reciprocity and they take and take with no regard for our actual needs and then to top it off they take from us and say it's to benefit us but we never even see the benefits give their side chicks our money they take from us give our you know give our like she said take from us give give the money to the side chicks and then we're like hey you know we need things soon they're like oh you're fine you're here you're with me we don't need anything i ain't gonna do nothing for you but you with me (laughs) how being with me is the benefit it doesn't matter that i treat you badly because the benefit is that you're with me and shut your whore lips about it (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) Kathy yes we're in a very toxic relationship with our government because we keep running back and forth from Democratic we get we elect the Democratic uh, president he don't do good we kick his ass out then we vote a Republican in he don't do good we kick his ass out and it's just back and forth back and forth back and forth you know this country is ripe for a third party but they got the the rich people got the regular people just at war with each other. You know, you got a lot of people running around thinking they rich when they not. Mm-hmm. So they themselves with the wealthy. And then you got a lot of people who just really don't care. You know, they just existing. You know, yeah. they giving them about nothing. Can't blame them. I really can't even. I'm kind of one not- of them people. I don't vote or nothing. <laughs> I hope, but I'm kind of one of them people that just don't care. I don't I care until this system. Mama. I don't care until this system fucking crumbles and we build something that's real. Until then, right. I don't care. 
I, well, or I'll, I'll, I'll put it the politically correct way. I abstain from voting. <laughs> you don't really do anything. You think you do, but it doesn't. It doesn't. If you know anything about politics, you know that it doesn't. Okay. Moving off of that. What about our favorite celebs? Same question. Are we in toxic relationship with these people? Yes. Go ahead, Shane. Let's start with you. I was going to start with you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we just look at the way... Now, I will say I'm not... I don't really do, you know, fans of individual people because it's only a matter of time before they disappoint you anyways. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to go into too much be involved in too much bullshit like i'm not gonna if i like somebody's music i like their music if i like a specific song i like a specific song if i like an album i like the album i never equate a good album with the goodness of a person sure you know and that's something i actually see a lot of the time in a lot of these and let's be real here a lot of these people in these damn fans, y'all are toxic as fuck in these fandoms y'all really are and y'all and they I be cracking me up and i bet you you can name probably y'all probably thinking the same one that i'm thinking of that got some of the most toxic fucking fans beehive no for me i I feel like everybody's fans like it used to just be beehive and i am beehive but everybody's fans are just so toxic now i'm like when did this happen Y'all gotta, gotta ch- y'all gotta check out what? Barty Gang sometime. Them motherfuckers be having me no. crying laughing. Nick, they are insane. Nicki Minaj fans, like yeah, Barb. Hell, Barty the Taylor Gang Swift, hilarious the Taylor Barb. Swift fans, the Swifties. Oh yeah, are out of control, and nobody ever talks about it. I'm like, when did fan groups become like? I will slice your throat over my face. Yeah, I'm like, they're I, bullies. I just, I just like to dance to the songs, girl. Like, I'm not <laughs> here to fight. I'm not here to scrap. I just want to go to the concert. I mean, but, but it's, it's fanaticism. It's what happens with 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 fanaticism in general. It's whether whether it's religious fanaticism, whether you're worshiping people you're right. or because certain projects. It's always going to come to that because people lean on these these people that they worship and then they start feeling some sense of camaraderie with them and it's almost as if if you say anything about them if they take it personally if you criticize an artist that they enjoy and i'm like i didn't say anything about our fans i'm saying you know this is this is what i'm saying about this person i think it's you don't take you don't need to take it personally and you know that's what it is it's where people attributing goodness to people just because they like them. You know, like, let's, let's, since we talked about the Beyonce, let's talk about Beyonce for a minute. People always give her this, this mantle of being like an activist and being pro-woman and being pro-black and pro-black woman. And it's like, but what has she done for the culture? Nothing. An album <laughs> oh, you, stop, you, you about to make You about to make my Beyonce come out? No, no, no. No, 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 but no, I mean, no. what, what has I get she what you really mean. done for what has she really done for the culture? Look at how now, many black said, women careers she's destroyed just because exactly. she felt like it. No real good reason any either, and it's never white women or worse, white men or men. Period. It's just exactly. black women, black woman, black woman over and over again. I can't sit by and just act like she's you know for the people or a feminist or fucking pro black or anything like that. She's pro Beyonce. 
exactly and that's that's what people don't realize it's like yeah she might she can make a catchy tune I I don't care about no charity she's donated to like that's like me donating five dollars to some shit like it's a drop in the bucket I don't care about that exactly because when we talk about activism she's not really doing activism and they keep acting like she's she's out in the streets and she's making calls and she's doing all of these things she is doing what wealthy people do when they have get, money get arrested, they, do things, they do things for optics they donate for optics get arrested it's all about optics. get get plugged okay. in rubber Shan, bullets motherfucker. Shan, don't come in here <laughs> making sense no 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 you're 100 no 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 like you're being real and i am behind but i'm not delusional deranged behind so i can be fair like she's not what like the what people mean when they say those words she is a rich person you're right so um that is 100% correct. And that's just what um, people they're, with, their, with their fandoms and their standships. It's like, look at these people for who they are, not who you want them to be, not who you imagine. No, we don't even know who they are. That's my exactly. thing. That's exactly why I'm asking what I'm we asking. So that, brings, so, that, so that brings me back right. to the question. Kathy, do you think that we are in toxic relationships with our favorite celebs? Yeah, you know, I'm not really into celebrity, you know. Sure, you don't have to be, but you know, right, you know. Oh yeah, these people be ready to switch your phone off, <laughs> and that shit crazy to me. I'm like, are you getting paid? Are you PR? I mean, what are you getting out? Some of, of them are though, and that's creepy. Mm. That celebrities care so much to like hire people to praise them, like bloggers and stuff. Yep. Okay, that is crazy. They do. Well, I need to listen and to they'll, and, and they won't. Yeah. They won't even be like huge bloggers, you know, like Every even level. smaller, even smaller right. bloggers that you wouldn't even think are on their radar are on the fucking payroll. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only person that I stand for, good or bad, is Azealia Banks. Love. She can do no wrong. I don't care okay. what nobody say about her. I don't her. care how many chickens she killed. Me how many either. cats she boiled. Same. Amelia Banks for president. That's my baby. Um, no, but once again, I'm not. But I'm not sitting up in the no fucking just, chats oh, fucking no. going oh, no, in no, no, on no. people she about her bad. either. <laughs> she is bashing crazy and I love for her. So am I though. So I, am I to I, judge. Right. Right. <laughs> Every like every time she does anything somebody oh your girl acting up again yeah and i love her more okay i'm so, not about to argue with you about so it or I, fucking right, threaten I, you or everybody wanted me to be like oh beyonce stole her sound and girl i can like more than one person at a time nobody owns the sound right one. yes she is known for that sound but Again, I guess I am more realistic. Like, um, there are people, there are artists that get paid for this. I don't get paid for this. No, yeah. I mean, house music been around for forever. Cut the bullshit. Right. 
Yeah. And I'm not gonna sit around in the fucking comments of nobody. Nobody. In defense of no fucking celebrity. Nobody. In defense of myself, yeah. In defense of women in the past, yes. I, <laughs> I, I don't even trolling. do that no more. I, yeah, I said in I the past I would. Bro, I stopped I trolling. Even. I stopped trolling. I really don't even defend myself in comments no more. I'll delete your comment and keep it moving. Okay, so... I kind of touched on this in the last episode about this artificial inflation that we're dealing with right now. Are we in toxic relationship with our favorite businesses? You mean like the stores we shop at? Yeah, because if we like them, we go shop there. But for me, if it's and are they treating us right? Is it a reciprocal? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tan asked me what did I mean. Is I mean just the same way any relationship is toxic. Are we in a toxic relationship with these businesses? Are is the love that we're giving to them being reciprocated? No, not are they all. are they being abusive toward us? Like you see how how, how gas has gotten, mm-hmm. but people are still driving. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me ladies <coughs> I never thought I would have seen the day the gas would be over five dollars a gallon me either especially in Indiana and, and, and I still see so many cars on the road nobody's rebelling yeah I feel the same way I mean I get I get it like maybe during rush hour hours i mean we still have to go to work unfortunately we're not in lockdown anymore but shit it'd be traffic like motherfucker all day and night and this is it and this is an indie fucking anna (laughs) i'm like where y'all going buying this high price ass gas yeah shan yes we absolutely are in, in um toxic relationships with businesses and it's because there's a lack of reciprocity <laughs> that word just did not want to come out and but not only that they feel entitled to our money mm-hmm. so to the point where they feel like we are always supposed to be contributing to their revenue growth but they don't have to give us anything like they don't have to fully stock the stores they don't have to provide staff in the stores they don't have mm-hmm. to pay the staff appropriately they don't mm-hmm. even have to, they don't even have to have clean clean stores exactly or anybody for you to call into like how how many of these fucking businesses like cash app for example you can't even fucking call a customer service like (laughs) this shit crazy like there's no respect whatsoever none None. they they can take and take from us but we don't have to get anything like they're like hey you know we sold you this product and that's what you got Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah what's the where's the rest of it where's the customer service yeah and like i was talking to you about um about the um uh, shit the um lady i work with and she was talking about how um her apartment complex had removed the fucking uh washer dryer from mm-hmm. from the apartment and just like I can't remember what they did something petty as fuck like painted the kitchen or something like that and Mm -hmm. didn't fucking lower the rent but raised it I'm like wait a minute you (laughs) like put in like a new stove or painted the kitchen or some bullshit 
took out the fucking washer dryer, which is a huge in a minute. deal, and raised yeah. the rent. Or another example where the apartment complex, a different apartment complex, they um, had 24-hour fitness center, right? And then all of a sudden they decide, mm, nope, not anymore. We're not gonna make. We're not gonna add anything to the fitness center and put a charge on that. You know, give you something extra and you pay back. Nope, we're just gonna take away twenty four hour fitness center. Put a fob on the fucking. Uh, put a fob lock on the door. And those of you who are willing to pay for twenty four hour fitness center, you'll get a fucking uh key fob to get in there twenty four hours a day. And the rest of you can only get in during business hours, which is likely the hours that you fucking work. So we're not going to give you anything extra. We're just going to take some shit away and put a charge on it if you if you want to get what you what you signed up for when you fucking signed this lease. Like these businesses are going nuts, and we're just letting them. Like they need a fucking serious humbling. Mm-hmm. What's the alternative, though? I'm trying to think, like. Keeping your fucking money in your pocket. Stop paying for yep. extra shit. I actually have put in, I be putting all kind of shit in my Instagram story, but I have put a whole list of shit that I had cut out. I think I posted it like a month ago. I posted a whole list of shit that I cut out. I'm like, nope, nope, nope to you, nope to you, nope to you. Fuck all y'all. And then at the bottom of it, I put lower the fucking prices. That's what we have to do. That's the alternative. It's, it's it's keeping your money in your fucking pocket, tightening your belt, tightening your fucking taste buds. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to just tighten up, and, and it ain't even that's really no, suffering. But you got no fun. No, it's it's you know not. I, mean? I like, know it's, it's not. not. What gonna, then this we're gonna it's do. With we're gonna do I know. endless artificial. I was just talking like, about revolutions and stuff. So you feel I know. me? You know, it's, it's gotta, we just got to tighten the belt for a minute. Otherwise, we're going to deal with artificial inflation for the rest of our fucking lives. It's never going to end. It's going to keep going up and up and up. And as you know, like when we get inflation, prices don't go back down. Otherwise, nope. we still be paying, you know what I'm saying, 15 cents for a coffee. They yep. don't go back down. They stay right here. They stay at the last price where people said no. Yeah. And and that's the problem. It, it is going to take for people to stop having things. Like for me, I had I told Tina this, but I'd canceled my cable subscription. Why? Because they yes. raised my bill like fifty dollars. And I have I have cable, you know, my internet and a phone. I only use the internet. I stream most of the time. I was just I just had cable because I always had it. No big deal. So I called them and I'm like, hey, why did my bill go up? And they're like, oh, well, this, this, um, the promotion you had ended, but we can do another one to bring your bill back down. And they wanted me to add, um, their, their security service, you know, like, and it would keep your bill low, but and you wouldn't be paying. So you wouldn't be paying anything extra. And, I, and, I, and the person's giving me this whole spill. And I'm like, why is this so important for y'all to have this camera in my home? I don't want it. I already have my ring on the door and that's all I need. Um, but beyond that, I don't need you with your cameras also inside in my your fucking apartment. <laughs> so, you know, they, they were insisting and insisting the only way they could lower my bill back to you know, get it back to 200 was if I got these cameras. And I was like, you know what? Take off the Internet, not the Internet. I'm sorry. Take off my cable and take off the phone because the phone was connected through the Wi-Fi. So when my Wi-Fi went down, so did the phone. So, again. It's not of use to me. 
I don't use it as is. It's serving no purpose. I just had it because it was part of the exactly. I just had it because it was a part of the bundle promotion that kept my bill, you know, somewhat reasonable. I don't think two hundred dollars isn't particularly reasonable, but it is what it is. But that's what it was. So once I took that, once those are all the way now, now my bill is down to one twenty. So there we go. And I only have this. I have this one service that I was actually using, and that's the internet. But that's yes. what it takes. It takes stop for us. Letting, to, it yeah, stop letting them play to, with you. You gotta and, start. We gotta start putting our foot down. We can't just keep acting like we don't know what to do. We know what to do. Put your fucking foot down. Correct. And it's going to take all of us. Like it, businesses rely on us getting to them, right? Like we can't get around getting gas you need you need gas because you got to get to work you got to do these things you need a place to live you, there are certain things that you cannot cut off out you know you just won't be able to cut them out you need food you need a place to live you need but you don't need to eat out at restaurants no nope. you don't need to drive you know all around the damn city every any given day there are many different options and things that you could be doing to save yourself money yeah. So you do so you do that. And what happens is is once these businesses that that rely on people driving into them and and um patronizing them in those ways, once they start feeling the pinch, then they're going to put the squeeze on the others. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many things that you can just like cut out, especially these things that you know are leisurely that you don't really need, but the people providing these services are got their asses all up on their shoulders and thinking they're hot shit, and they're just going to fucking raise the prices just to be doing it, just because during lockdown they kept on hearing how people are talking about oh inflation is coming inflation is coming so as soon as the world opened back up now I got to pay fucking two hundred dollars for acrylic nails. Guess who don't need acrylic nails? Gone. Press on. Not even that. I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. I got pretty hands. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> you want to raise the fucking um, price on my gym membership? Okay, I'm not even going to downgrade the motherfucker. Gone. I bought some fucking uh, weights and shit from mm. Walmart and YouTube got endless fucking aerobic workout there's so many things that you can do so many ways to cut shit out where you really don't even have to really miss out on anything but some things you're just gonna have to miss out on and it's for the better good or the greater good for yourself but shit for everyone too you know these businesses need to get humble they holler and I'm gonna charge what I'm worth okay Okay, you're going to be worth skid row fucking with me. <laughs> okay, this is not related, but it's kind of related. Okay. How do y'all feel about sex strikes? Because all of that talk just made me think about a conversation that I was having. I posted with... about sex strikes on, on TikTok like almost a year ago. And then okay. I started talking about it again when they... um. Uh, repealed the Roe v. Wade shit. I'm with okay. you. Okay. I just, no, because I hear so many women say that they can't go without sex for XYZ. Um, and like you just said, the same stuff that I say when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's funny being on the opposite side. Cause like when it comes to like sex strikes, I'm like, okay, yeah, don't give men what they want. 
but when you were like don't go to the gym like don't have cave you know whatever mm-hmm. I'm like oh no I need these comforts so I finally got it Sweetie, I probably got the highest sex drive on any woman known to man. <laughs> I've been celibate for about six months now. When I say fucking tighten up across the fucking board, whatever fuck is making us miserable, tighten the fuck up. As a matter of fact, I just posted on um in my um Instagram story today how basically how not dealing with men and not just on a romantic level but dealing with them at work i don't talk to them i avoid them at all costs at work unless i absolutely have to deal with them i don't deal with men i find repulsive in even a platonic uh socializing manner i posted about exactly all of this shit today in my instagram story and it's still sitting there and I find, and I was, I was the the point of all that was me saying how I how I found that ever since I've started this, how I've stepped away from men, that I find myself complaining about them so much less, and I don't entertain other women complaining about them because they can just step the fuck right. away from them. And I don't entertain men talking right. shit about women either because you can just step the fuck away from us. Yeah. And those complaints will fucking vanish or at least you know lower significantly yeah so no i'm with you when it comes to these businesses when it comes to the patriarchy do what the fuck you gotta do tighten the fuck up it's only gonna have to last for so long before change right right that is my that is my like i always say it's literally not gonna take long it's nope. not going to take long at all. Nope. It's like, end today. It, 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 oh, my God. It's not going to take long at all. But I think that some women are scared to admit it, but they secretly know that their like, only worth to men is tied to sex. Yep. So yep. if they took that and away, know better. they would have nothing else. Yep. And, and I I'm know like, better. Even these women who think they ain't got nothing going for them, I know that they do. I'm not just talking yeah. about I know right. better as far as right. myself. I know better as far as all of y'all. Yeah. They Men want way cra- more from you cra- than sex. Men crave our energy, everything about us, our essence. Yep. Yep. It's beyond sex. Way they more than sex. Have you believe that, but just stay away from them. And see what happens. Yeah, they're gonna be coming to find us. So, yeah, okay. Yep. All right, Kathy. In the area of romance, what's the wildest toxic relationship event you've witnessed? Oh Lord, <laughs> Kathy, you still with us? She on mute. Mm-hmm. Shan. Oh, so you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, I had a friend in this I've I've told you about her, but we were friends for, you know, well over 10 years, from like middle school through part of college. And um in that time, you know, she she had her boyfriend, her long-term boyfriend, and their relationship was so goddamn toxic. But it had its funny moments. 
Like they cheat on each other, they get into fights. She was arrested after smacking a girl he cheated with. Um, she got an abortion. Like there were abortions. Like there was all this kind of shit happened. Anything happened. All of this stuff happened in that relationship. Anything that could happen in a bad relationship happened in that relationship. And I would just be, I was, you know, front seat, front and center every time. And I was just like, please keep me out of this shit. I don't want to be involved in this shit all the time. But um one of the wildest things that happened was when he broke up with her while they were in the car, right? So they're arguing the whole time we're driving. I don't even remember where we're going. I think we went to get food or something. And then he was bringing us back to our dorm. And he broke up to her. He broke up with her when we got to the dorm, right? So I'm just like, okay, whatever. Y'all going to sit in here. Because I was used to seeing them just sit and argue for hours on end. So I, I'm just getting out the car and letting them continue their little discussion and he told her you know he's like here you're home get out of the car and he was like we're we're broken up i'm breaking up with you we're not together anymore she just turned him and she was like no (laughs) and i and i stopped door open like what and she said no we're not broken up right right so he he had to go to class he was like you need to get out of my car because i need to go to class and she was like no not until you say we're not broken up he didn't so she sat in his car while he was in class (laughs) like sat just really sat in the car while he was in class like and i think he had like a two-hour lab and she sat in that car the whole fucking time and i was like this is i'm like this is the craziest shit I'm like, this has to be some of the crazy shit I've, I'll ever see in my life. Because he was calling me and he's like, come and get your friend out of my car. She won't get out of my car. And I just hear her in the background. We're not broken up. You're still my boyfriend. And it was it was fucking madness. Okay. But this, is probably, this is probably a given, but what would you have done in their place? Like realistically. First of all, I'm not sitting and arguing with nobody. And I do mean they would argue like, like on a regular basis we should we were we shared a dorm room and one night i'm asleep and i just hear something like (laughs) and i wake up and this bitch is sobbing because they were up on the phone and he didn't told her something mean and now she's in there crying and i'm like no i mean in that situation what would you have done the relationship would have just been over. Like I, I, it, I, it, there was no point in them even holding on to each other. Like I said, they were both cheating. Let it end. Yeah, that's why I say like it's probably a given with that one. Yeah, some oh. you just gotta let things end. Yeah. You don't, you don't need somebody to tell you more than once that they don't want to be with you. Yeah. Yep. All right, Please Tam. What about you? Once. I swear. <laughs> as soon as you start, to, I don't. You know what? It's over. It's over. I won. I said it first. Yeah. Like I've been in the middle. I've been in the middle of. I've been in the middle of dinner. Like I don't like the way he eating that. Nope. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. I don't like the way he chewing. I told y'all on Tina and Doe show I got rid of a guy because his voice was too high. It is what it is. (laughs) Right. It don't don't take much for me, babe. Oh my god. Why should you have to make concessions? You don't like his voice. I don't. I don't. (laughs) I don't have to. (laughs) Rather than sit here and try and train you to be the person I want you to be, I just assume that you go on your merry way and I go on my 
I'm not your mother. I'm not your teacher. I am a fully formed human woman, an adult, and I expect the same. I don't want to have to teach you how to be, you know, a, a better, you know, person or a good partner. And then that's, there's also a gauge that I do for myself. Like if I'm engaging with someone and I start feeling compelled, like I start running a mental list of all the things I would change about them, then I'm like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. It's not gonna ever work. And because that's my thing because we I don't want to change you. You you it's about compatibility for me. It's not it's even so much about like, oh, I have to change you or I want to make you a better person. Who's to say the person that I want you to be is better? It's Correct. about compatibility for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not compatible with a motherfucker who got a voice like this, bitch. Like, go ahead on somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight up. Straight Miss up. Ma- this you man I'm goes saying? somewhere and else. You're not, and like, you're not compatible with a, a stone cold bitch that's going to be like, ugh, listen to this motherfucker's voice. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's about right. compatibility for me. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about like trying to be mean or trying to be a fucking asshole or trying to change people. It's acknowledging what is good for you and what is good for that person too. Shit. They don't need to be a, just just like, you know what I'm saying, the last guy that I was dealing with, like he was a nice dude for, you know, for the most part or whatever, but I kept finding myself fucking yelling when I'm around him and shit. Okay. We're not compatible. I don't need somebody who's, you know what I'm saying, bringing me to the point to where I'm fucking yelling all the time. And he's a fairly nice person. He don't need nobody yelling at him all the fucking time. <laughs> like, we can find somebody else who's compatible with us. I can find somebody who don't got that stupid-ass high voice. I can find somebody who ain't gonna oh have God. me yelling all the time. He can find somebody who ain't gonna be yelling at him all the time. Shit like that. That's what I'm saying. Yep. It ain't even about me trying to make you be a better person because who not like shit who who I'm compatible with could probably be a complete fucking trash bag. You don't need to be that person. I just need to be fucking with somebody who I'm compatible with. And Correct. you should do the and same. That's the long, and that's the longest start of it, short of it. And what people fail to understand is like pay attention to that 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 initial compatibility. That's gonna usually be your truest one of your truest guides for things like is put it on paper is there compatibility and people people don't want to do that they feel like oh you know well i'm physically attracted to them that's so it compatible. they be trying to stick it out with me just because they like the way that i look or they just assume that because i look a certain way that my personality is going to be a certain way wrong i probably look like a fucking pick me I'm the total opposite. <laughs> the total opposite. I don't give a fuck about being picked at all. As a matter of fact, I don't want to be picked. Find something safe to do, sir. Man, what about you? In the area of romance, what's the wildest toxic relationship event you've witnessed? I've witnessed a six-month pregnant relative go put sugar in her own car. Oh, oh shit. Because <laughs> Her baby daddy was coming to take it from her. So she said, if he gonna take it, ain't no ain't nobody gonna be driving it. And <laughs> I was like, is this really happening? I thought that stuff only happened in movies. I was stunned, but I helped her put the sugar in the little thing and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, well, I don't want you out here on the side of the road. Oh, pregnant, you know, all right, whatever, I'll help you. 
She was determined me, to get it done. So I mean, you gotta put sugar in the thing that day. Uh, you gotta funnel it in. <laughs> um, yeah, put that, and of course they got back together and. He bought her another car, so yeah, it's true love. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You know what? Men, men like men like having a little crazy. Child. I swear they do. That's why they they do love with me. the drama. They love That's why they deal with me. And it's every it's time day. I try and get away from them, they won't fucking leave, let me leave and just leave me alone. They like crazy. Yeah, they like crazy. They like drama. They do. It's I don't even have no drama for you, but they just like this crazy ass energy, I think. And because with like every time I try and step button. away, yeah, every time I try and step away, they just like refuse to allow it. And I got to get other people involved in shit. Mm. Self destructive. So, so, Tan, how would you have uh, <laughs> handled that <laughs> differently? Well, since I participated, <laughs> In the destruction of the car, uh, no, I I personally wouldn't have done that because I'm the kind of person I don't want a gift that you can take back. Right. So if it's mine, it's in my name, and you can't take it back. Um, but I would just give it back if that was the case. Um, I would not be destroying property. Yeah. So, if you noticed a loved one is in a toxic relationship, would you, do you speak up about it? No. Why not? Because the person who, like, even if you have good intentions, you're the bad guy, you're the outsider. It's Mm -hmm. always going to be that way. Especially if the loved one is a woman because women for some reason would be like, yeah, because Tan said, mm-hmm. which I just, I don't know why we have to do that. Um, we do it. Women, women do that because they want to shift the blame from themselves to the other person. Basically I, don't be mad at me, but this is what she said. And it's always awkward. And they stay together, and so it's like, y'all will figure it out. I'll be here for you if you break up or if you don't. But that's not that's none of my business. Um, and then they start acting funny towards you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I told you to leave based on what you told me. So if you didn't tell me any of that, I have no idea. My solution, 90% of the time, is to leave because when people are reaching out or something, it's usually bad. Yeah. Like, bad, bad. Like, it's beyond, oh, like, we're not communicating well. It's he got somebody pregnant or <laughs> he gave me an STD. Yeah. And I'm like, walk, I mean, I mean, run, not walk away. Uh, but, and it's like, they took the little um, stuff and they're clear now and they are picking out clothes for the new stepdaughter and mm-hmm. saying that they should leave. 
Yeah. And their union survived and haters and all the other stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not saying nothing ever again. I've learned my lesson. I'm with you. I don't I don't say anything either. Um, I saw and this was like I mean, they were officially together, um, but matter of fact, it was the same cousin that I was just talking about. I saw her um, boyfriend at the movies with another woman. (laughs) I never (laughs) said shit. I don't give a fuck. You know, and this was before we even had the issues, but I mean, I know the type of a pick-me that she is, you know, and she would have blamed she would have blamed me. I would have been a hater and all kind of other goofy ass shit. And I'll, I I don't need it in my life. And so I just want to know. I just sat back there and watched the movie. <laughs> I just want to know what kind of mental gymnastics do you have to do to, like, and I have friends. Oh, no. If you ever see my man, tell me. Right. Tell him. But, oh, this could be doctors. Like, this could be, I'm a girl. I cannot photoshop that well <laughs> I, I you know i don't whatever and why did you want to photoshop it like what 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 is your incentive that, that's your what it oh you oh you're a hater you you never wanted us together well he gave you a black eye like within the first six months so yeah i don't want you with him and now he's cheating And none of that shit is still enough for me to give a fuck to make up shit about his ass. If you want him, then have him shit. But I mean, if I care about you like that, I'm going to tell you what he's doing. But if you want to be with him, be with him. But I mean, at this point in my life, even if I love you, I'm not saying shit. Like what people people love to say, stay out of my relationship. Don't worry, I will. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the time when they, they feel a type of way because they already know the type of person that guy is. They know what he's doing. Like, you know, they know they've had signs or, or clues that if you, you running into somebody because I've, I've seen a friend's husband. Well, not a friend, but somebody I went to high school with. We Facebook friends. I've seen her husband in the mall with another with another woman. I ain't saying boo did they because it's not my business. I don't know the, I don't know the intricacies of their relationship. I don't know what they have going on. But a lot of the time people, they like to turn on the person giving them the information because they already, a lot of the time they already know. They already know he's cheating or at the very least they suspect him of cheating, but they're insulted because now you know. Yeah. And so they want to cut you off because they don't want to have that reminder that you are someone who knows because they obsess over who you may have told or whether or not you're talking about it. Like people, they never want, they are always so protective of their trash. And I just do not understand it. Ted, do you have advice on getting out of toxic relationships? Whatever the relationship may be. Um, I always go back to no contact. Uh, with family, boyfriends, whoever. Like, I know it can be more dangerous with men, obviously, but strategize and um, get a real plan if you're in a toxic romantic relationship. I always say that because men are very unpredictable at the end of relationships. But if it's just family, friends, go no contact. I agree. 
I would say too, um, I just thought of this actually, but um, as far as like romantic situations with men, because I know, like you said, it can be dangerous. I would recommend if you can, everybody doesn't have this, you know, uh, uh, option, but I would say get other men involved. Mm-hmm. Other men you know? that that you trust and that care about you obviously like not just yeah. some fucking why why would you get a fucking scumbag or somebody who don't like you involved but well you know you know these silly bitches yeah. they might think that you're saying set up a fight between two men no that's not no that's not what i'm saying at all get them involved let them know what's going on with you especially if they know the guy you know what i'm saying <laughs> see if they'll talk to him because i mean like i had a i had a stalking situation with a guy at a bar oh no like a year ago yeah and I mean, it went on for a year. Like he was harassing me for a fucking year, and he and it was only once he started escalating, because I had already I was already telling like bartenders and security around the bar about him, and like nothing he he wouldn't stop. But then he started escalating because I started tell I told his cousin who's a man too, and I think that well I know what ended up happening was they um they started um teasing him at a garage party about it. Like he brought it up in front of other men or whatever, and they all just started like teasing him about it. And shit. So he got pissed about that, and I just made him start escalating with me. So then I told the bar owner, and when I told him exactly what was going on, like he got pissed and he was like, I can say something to him about it, I can say all this shit you just told me. And I was like, Yes, please, you know. And he was like, Cool, it ends today. And I'll be damned if it didn't. He ended up coming in the bar like 20, 30 minutes after I said that. And he rushed out the front door to catch him before he even came in. He was like, look, there you go. Now he was pulling up into a parking spot. He rushed out the front door to go and say something to him then. And I promise you, like, I never had another issue with this man ever. Get other men involved if you can. And I don't mean to start no fucking fight to get involved. Yeah. Because unfortunately, they only respect men's boundaries. Yes. Yep. Shan, advice on getting out of toxic relationships, whatever relationship that might be. You know, first first and foremost, you know, set aside your ideas about obligation and duty. You know, people will use the love that you have for them against you. So, you know, I only believe in being obligated to the individuals who are directly in my care. My child, my cat. Not my vagina, my actual cat. Meow, purr, cat. <laughs> you know, the feline. You know, you know, basically my strong, so my strongest sense of obligation is going to be to them. So I don't let people use that against me. You know, and stop wringing your damn hands about how much time you've spent with the person, how long you've been together. That, that shit doesn't matter. If the amount of time together or around somebody mattered to them as much as it matters to you, they wouldn't be treating you poorly. And then you're going to waste more time? And the, Exactly. And the friend, actually the friend I told the story about, she, that was one of her things. Like whenever I would say, hey, you know, y'all need to break up. She would say, but we've been together for so long and he knows me so well. And I don't want to have to go through all that with someone else. And I'm like, that's the only reason y'all are together. Because it's been so long. I'm like, you weren't born attached to this man. I mean, he was a boy when he started dating, but you weren't, y'all weren't born attached. So what is the problem? What is the holdup? Like this is, this has been, you know, at this point it had been like two or three years of just 
toxic bullshit her catching him with girls in the dorm girls in his apartment when he went off campus girls in his car like him catching her you know being dropped off by guys and like all of these and i'm like girl just let it go like let the really all relationship i'm like your relationship is terrible you need to end it and that was her excuse that they had been together for so long so like don't do that and I am a big fan, as I've already said, of going no contact. Okay. And I mean, not engaging. I'm not responding to text messages. I'm not answering calls. You're on do not disturb. Because sometimes that's what you have to do to people for them to respect that boundary. Okay, Shannon, how, I mean, like, do you have advice on avoiding toxic relationships in the first place like not getting out of it but just like avoiding that shit first of all you have to know what you're trying to avoid you know it's a given that toxic relationships are unhealthy relationships but all unhealthy relationships aren't inherently toxic you know unhealthy an unhealthy relationship is just on the path to a toxic relationship so you have to look really identify those unhealthy patterns and sit down with your sit with yourself you know is this something that can be worked on or or is this not going to improve you know if you have like let's say you're with a man and and we all know how men like to men often escalate in relationships and one day he just he's angry and he just cusses you out is that something you can get past for me it's a no some people would want to get past it, but then next he might escalate to slapping you. Then what? You know, you have to be ready to see where these things are going to lead or could potentially lead and pull the ripcord as early as possible. And okay. you have to... Oh, we still on me? Yeah, we still on me. And, you know, and it's also boundaries. Every time I see anything about a toxic relationship the one thing that is always there is the violation of boundaries and it doesn't always start off as you know very small the thing is people are people are more manipulative and aware of what they're doing than people than others give them credit for people know when they're doing something that makes you uncomfortable most of the time so take take that into consideration and you just really got to pay attention to what people are saying and what they're doing to you and and make sure that you're paying attention if there are any inconsistencies between what they're saying and what they're doing. All right. Tan, how do we avoid toxic relationships in the first place? I think being honest with ourselves about the things that are like really uncomfortable in the beginning like when we're in a situation or when we're finished with it like we look back and like he did say something really stupid on our second date or he did come off misogynistic pretty Mm -hmm. you know like pretty early on uh but i ignored it because he's cute (laughs) he had money because he treated me well otherwise so I just brushed it off. And then, of course, it gets worse, as Shane said. It always gets worse. 
So like honing in um, pretty much at the very beginning when they're doing something that is going to be a problem, just stop it right there. Okay. I, I agree with both of you guys' take on that. Um, yeah, I don't even have nothing to add on that. <laughs> I, mean, to I mean, I think, I think like awareness is like the main thing. Just like, you know, I, I, as they're saying these days, keep your fucking head on a swivel mm-hmm. and, and then, and then too, like, understanding what is and isn't for you because I think people kind of um get caught up and forget about that shit too and, and forget to stay vigilant about that like understand what is and isn't for you get a decent understanding of what is unhealthy like we pretty much know what's healthy but get an understand of what is unhealthy because I get a lot of especially like older women saying unhealthy shit to me a lot like I just had a woman yesterday um that I went to lunch with telling me that um when I get married um my husband is going to you know require that I have a baby and I'm just going to do it and I'm just like please stop talking to me I told you (laughs) three times that I'm not getting married and then on top of that I don't just have to do what he says for me to do I and I asked her I was like why do you put men way up here like I don't have to just have a baby because he was lying to me all this time about not being interested in having a baby and then once we got married now he wants a baby and I just have to do it like understand unhealthy shit like you're saying some unhealthy shit to me and you're my elder and a fellow black woman like that's just not cool I think a lot of people don't do understand what is healthy but they have a harder time spotting shit that's unhealthy and keep your head on a fucking swivel and just have a or try to get a clear understanding of what is not healthy what is unhealthy so um yeah that's my take on it this is a good show y'all i hate that we lost kathy but um Y'all go ahead and remind everybody who you are, and we can ride up out of here. Shan. Oh, once again, I'm Shan. I am going to be on quite a few episodes this season. So if you don't like my voice, sorry. Not sorry. It is what it is. Close your ears. I'm Tanzania Glover. I'm a Black indie romance author. Um, if you enjoyed any of this shit talking, <laughs> look me up on Amazon. Um, it's the same stuff in my books. And I think that's it. Yeah. What about your um, social platforms? Where can they oh. come and chat with you? Um, just look up Tanzania Glover. <laughs> I Google myself all the time trying to see. I'm like, oh, was it? no. Just put in Tanzania Glover. Everything okay. will come up. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for uh, dropping in on us and talking toxic so relationships. Yeah, this is a good time. You got to pop in more often, man. I will. I definitely will. 
Yeah. All right. Just well, I hope you all. And, yeah, for sure. Matter of fact, I might want to try and add you to some stuff that we get going this season. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this week's show. Be sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube at Podcast 10. Next time on 10. Do you think that safe spaces are necessary? Why? Why not? I, I think they're necessary, like you said, because there are people out there who struggle with, you know, whatever they're going on, going, whatever's going on with them. And sometimes you can't go to family uh, or, you know, your friends may not be available, but there's this, you know, group of people that may meet once a week or twice a week where you can, you know, vent or ask questions that you may not be comfortable asking, you know, your family and friends. Mm-hmm. And so... It, it, like I said, it helps to have some, some place to turn to where you can express those, those emotions or, or those concerns. So I would say it's definitely uh, necessary and, and helpful.